how to grow a podcast to 15,000 downloads in less than two years. So as you know, download number plays a huge role in measuring the success of a podcast and it's pretty similar to subscribers and views to YouTube, right? And by the end of this episode, you'll know exactly what kind of mistakes people make when growing a podcast. And second thing is when you should care about the download numbers because there are times when you shouldn't and most people see the download numbers as as a number, <laughs> all right? Because, you know, download number is, uh, is actually from the people that download the episode. So sometimes this download number can only gives you anxiety and, and depression, right? Because if you see it going down and it kind of gives you, it can give you those feelings, right? So it's actually an amateur game. So we talk about it in this episode too. And the next thing you're going to discover is how to not get obsessed with the numbers. Alright, so this might sound counterintuitive, but if you want to grow a show, you need to prepare mentally. I mean, especially the obsession game. So we talk about how to control your obsession over the numbers. Alright, so the guest I'm bringing today is really amazing. I mean, I discovered her through Facebook and she has showed me a lot of powerful podcast tips through Facebook. And one of the mind-blowing things that she showed me was that she reached... 15k downloads in less than two years so i thought all right okay this person is legit okay and i'm gonna interview her on the show to see how she made it right we we are going to talk about how she really achieved that numbers in just a short period of times all right so yeah two years is actually very short okay so today's guest is olivia powell she's a podcast coach consultant and strategist she has a certification in life coaching and a background in business relationship coaching. She has had a podcast for over two years now and she has built a following of over 15k podcast downloads organically through attraction marketing. Olivia has built her coaching business by attracting listeners who have turned into clients and has generated over $21,000 in revenue just from a podcast. She specializes in energy, mindset, and strategies for podcasting to build more freedom and self-expression in your own life. Alright, so that's her intro. And before we begin here, make sure to subscribe or follow this podcast if you haven't already. Alright, click that subscribe button or follow button. Alright, click that. Because you are only one click away to discover all these amazing social media tips. Okay, so another thing is, this is the first part series of the whole interview. Alright, this is only the first part, so make sure to subscribe if you want the next episode to be delivered right into your podcast platform. Okay, let's begin. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. Hey, Olivia, welcome to the Focus on Winning podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> so, uh, Olivia, you have, uh, you know, you know uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested in your, your, in your work. You know, you have a podcast group. You also have a podcast, teach people how to podcast. 
And it, it seems to me that you are really passionate about all things podcasting. So, you, you know, I, I really want to know why. Why, why, why are you so passionate about podcasting? Oh, I actually haven't been asked that before. So that's a really good question. So thank you for asking oh, wow. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's never been that question. It's always like, how do I build it? How do I do this? And I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. Um, so why do I love it? So I actually had a phone call today with a woman that, you know, found me through another podcast and, and I was talking about how it re- works really well for introverts. So even though I might seem like an extrovert, I'm actually more of an introvert. And so Mm. back when I wanted to get my content out into the world, I wanted to contribute. I wanted to, you know, share my lessons and my insights and knowledge and all these things that I'd been through back like two years ago. I eventually, I actually first started my YouTube channel and that was great for about three videos. (laughs) And then I realized just how much work it, it actually was for me personally, not necessarily for everyone, but for me, it just felt like a lot of work and I didn't particularly love being on camera. And I thought, oh, if I want to get my content out there every week, do I have the energy to show up every week on camera, if not more? Um, and being a woman as well, there was a lot more work like makeup and make sure your hair was freshly washed. And I had to reconfigure my room to accommodate the camera and have my script ready to go. And it just felt really unnatural for me. And I had to do it all in the morning when the sunlight was at the highest. And I just kind of started to get burnt out from it. And I was like, I just don't think I can sustain this level of commitment. And I was like, okay, cool. So I still have this juicy stuff I want to get out there. How do I get it out there into the world? Like, how do I create content that resonates with people with more than just like some text on a screen with a photo? And I was like, oh, podcasting. Because I was listening to podcasts back then. I was consuming so many different episodes and loving it and just really enjoying the whole process of being a listener, basically. And then one day I had this thought and I was like, why don't I do a podcast? Like, it can't be that hard, you know? And so then that's when the whole thing kind of started just with that one thought. And the reason why I love podcasting is because it can be really easy if you make it easy for yourself. And it, that's the thing that I'm all about, making it easy, flowy, and sustainable so you can integrate it into your lifestyle and your business easily. And I think too, it's like, so for me as a podcaster, I preferred it than being on video and creating YouTube videos every day or every week. So it was just better for me personally. And also being more of an introvert, it was great because I could just show up in my pajamas and no one would know. <laughs> I could show up with no makeup on, looking like a mess, you know, coffee yeah. in hand, ready to go. And it just made life great, you know. Um, the other thing too is like podcasts have changed my life. Like they really have altered the trajectory of my life, obviously, because now I'm a podcast coach and consultant and stuff. And an entrepreneur and a business owner. And and that would never have happened if it wasn't for podcasts, truly. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also helped me think very differently and make changes in my life and make me feel like I wasn't alone with certain things going on in in my own personal life. And I guess that's probably the main two reasons why I love podcasting so much. And it's given back to, like it's given, podcasting has given back to me in such a beautiful way as well. Like, yes, I've showed up and I've poured, you know, myself into my podcast and wore my heart on my sleeve and shared some vulnerable stories and things that can make you feel a little bit exposed at times. But it's been like this beautiful two-way relationship where like I show up and put my stuff out there and somehow things come back to me. And in a sense, I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but it is a little bit magical because if I didn't show up and put myself out there, those things wouldn't have ever found me. And that includes things like, you know, one-to-one clients and, you know, interviews that have just literally fallen into my lap out of nowhere. Um, in fact, the phone call I had today was with someone that just found me out of nowhere on another podcast and I'd never heard from her before, you know, so we got chatting and we're like, mm-hmm. hey, let's jump on the phone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're probably the main three reasons. Okay, so uh, so you, you like to teach people, right, That because you first started off with a YouTube channel and then, and then you feel like, 
okay, what what if I start a podcast because you don't have to be on camera? You know, it's yeah. it kind of kind of reminds me of uh, myself too because I also don't want to be on camera, and that's <laughs> why <laughs> we have, and and we kind of have a similar reason actually. Yeah, for, for, I think. Yeah. I think it's a really great benefit of podcasting because not everyone wants to be physically seen all the time. And, you know, if anyone does follow my social media, they'll know that they have seen me on Instagram stories and doing Facebook lives and stuff. But like, it doesn't have to be to the level of professionalism, like a YouTube channel needs to be for the most part for it to be good quality. And I can just do that when I feel like it. Uh, there's no pressure for me to have to show up and do a YouTube video. I just do it when I want to, you know, very much like podcasting, actually, but it's just a lot easier. So I think it really is a great option for a lot of introverts or people that aren't, aren't comfortable on camera. And I should say, by the way, like, you know, if you are video podcasting, excellent choice and excellent idea for sure. It's definitely going to help build that know, like, and trust with your audience and potential listeners a whole lot quicker and a whole lot better. Um, but I think it's a really great option for introverts or people that don't want to be seen every day on camera. You know, I, I remember when I asked uh, in the one of the podcasting group, I asked, uh, hey, hey, uh, people, how what really inspired you to start a podcast? And there's a lot of this, you know, I got like 200 comments on that post. And although nice. there are a lot of... <laughs> Although there are a lot of reasons, there are actually there is one common thing that they have. Uh, it is well, it's actually two. One is because they are introvert, and another one is because they want to teach something. So yes. yeah, I, I guess there's a lot of common things in podcasters. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Like when you think about you know podcasting or any sort of medium. A lot of it does it is teaching. Do you know what I mean? Like it's sharing, it's teaching, it's storytelling. Um, I love teaching. I actually wanted to be a teacher um, years and years and years ago, but I didn't follow that path, which I'm actually grateful for now because <laughs> I don't think I would have been suited for it in that particular way that I was going to do it. Um, but I love teaching, you know, and I love the combination of life coaching because I'm a certified life coach as well. So I do love that coaching aspect. But the great thing about podcasting is like you can show up and showcase you know, your stories and your lessons and your experiences and even your skills and expertise and the right people will find you. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, I I check on your podcast before and I scroll all the way down to, to your first episode. And you know what I found? I found that you changed the name of your podcast many times. And it, many it, times. it, it was first, uh, it was about, I think it was narcissist something. And then it was about hustle thingy, and then uh, and then so 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 why, why why do you change it so so many times? Great question. So I have actually rebranded my podcast four times, which Ooh. I know is a lot. Tell me about it. Um, so basically, back in 2018, I finally launched my podcast. So the very first one, and that was called overcoming narcissistic relationships with olivia and just a side note please no one name a podcast that friggin long <laughs> it's too much to remember people won't remember it. it's not short snappy or smart um but anyway so you, you live and you learn you know i've made mistakes along the way and i've only gotten better from that thank goodness but yeah my first podcast was basically to help predominantly codependent women uh, recover and heal after toxic love and toxic relationships, toxic marriages, toxic dating, because I personally had been through all of that and, you know, had worked on myself a lot that I felt I was in a really healthy place where I could actually, you know, provide insights and help other women up level around the world. Um, but of course, I only started off with one soul initially because I had no idea it was going to get this big this quick. 
Anyway, so I started off in that and I loved it and I did that for about 12 months and I started my podcast before my business and that's how I attracted the clients, you know, that reached out to me and they wanted to work with me and it all just kind of really, it just beautifully kind of unfolded the way it was meant to. And after about 12 months, I just started to feel really, um, because working in that space, there's a lot of, you know, mistreatment, abuse, neglect, all of these things. It was really quite heavy and there was lots of different mental illnesses that came into it and I just remember thinking, I don't think I have the energy <laughs> to stay mm-hmm. in this space when I've done so much healing and recovery. I was ready to keep going on that path and not keep looking back all the time. Um, and so I just found that as much as I loved the women that I was catering for and speaking to and teaching, it was just, I just felt like energetically it wasn't the right match for me long term. And so then I switched into business coaching. So at this point in time, I'd had my certification come through for life coaching and I was like, okay, cool. I've built a business now. I know how to make consistent income. I know how to help people. I've, you know, I've got my coaching skills underway. I've got my coaching hours logged. You know, I was getting all this experience and I was like, cool, what am I going to do then? Like if I want to move out of relationship coaching and relationship podcasting, what's next for me? And I've always felt really drawn to entrepreneurialism and business and all that sort of stuff way back when before I even had a podcast because I was looking for that financial freedom and I knew I wasn't going to get that in my full-time job at the time, which is how that also impacted my life because because of listening to podcasts, I started a business and stuff. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> I could go on for ages. Um, yeah, business coaching was great. I loved it. I was having success with that. Um, my business was, you know, scaling and building even more and I got to a point where I was like, holy crap, I don't think business coaching feels totally right for me now either, you know, and I was like, crap, do you know what I mean? Like what now, you know, because I just wanted to stick with one thing and build that up and be known for that thing. And (laughs) anyway, I realized like in the business industry, you know, there's so many different business coaches and I really didn't know what my point of difference was in the market because there's like thousands of them. And I was like, okay, what have I done? What do I love doing all the time? And what have I done that's been consistent all the way through? And it turned out it was podcasting. And, you know, as I was looking at the stats, it was showing that, you know, podcasting was becoming more and more popular. It was building every year. It was getting really consistent. It was starting to get hot and trendy. Every woman and her cat and man and his dog had a podcast. And I was like, maybe I should be focusing on this. There's not a lot of people working in this space yet. Not like YouTube where you've got YouTube coaches and teachers around YouTube and they've got YouTube channels. I was like, oh podcasting this is like one of my hugest passions and so then I niched down into podcasting and that's how I got here (laughs) so I've gone from overcoming narcissistic relationships to oh gosh oh no sorry the red velvet woman was the first one by the way don't don't name your podcast something that doesn't make any sense and people won't understand another mistake that was the first one overcoming narcissistic relationships, slaying your side hustle because I was a side hustler at the time, helping other side hustlers, you know, elevate and, and do well in their businesses. And then now it's become a podcast queen. Yeah, that was a really crazy journey right there. I mean, uh, yeah. of course, you, you are trying to find your voice, right, at the start of your uh, journey. But but it's good. But, but it seems that you changed from one niche to another niche because, you know, there are two completely different niche, uh, yes. you know, re- relationship and, and entrepreneurial props to you for, for uh, making it work. So <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, totally different niches. Um, and I think that's the other thing too. Like, I think a good lesson for podcasters and people in general is like, you don't have to stick with one thing forever if it's not lighting you up, if it doesn't feel aligned anymore. That's okay. You know, follow follow the fire inside of you. Follow what you're interested in. Follow what you could talk about endlessly. You know, what what could you talk about like to no end? Do you know what I mean? Like that you could just keep showing up and you enjoy talking about, you know, that really lights you up. 
Um, and as you grow and evolve, your podcast will as well. And I think it's just good for people to to know that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree on that. And uh, you, you, you mentioned that podcast has changed your life. So what has that? What what podcast has done to your life? Well, the very first podcast I ever listened to was called Style Your Mind by Kara Elwill. And I actually found her through Instagram. I was watching an Instagram story, um, gosh, four years ago, I think it was, um, mm. when I was working in network marketing. So I was working full-time shift work as a registered nurse and midwife. And I just started this business after my breakup to kind of sink my teeth into something to kind of, you know, focus on something else and, and build something that I wanted for myself that I could help other people with. So I started a makeup and skincare business and one of the, we call them crown princesses, it's basically someone really, really ranked highly in the company. She was sharing this book that she was reading. And when I looked up the book, because I was like, gosh, if she's learning that, I need to learn that because I wanted to get to her level of success and stuff. And so I was, I was looked up the book, looked up the lady who was the author, who was Cara Elwill. She had a podcast and I was like, I just wanted to connect with her a little bit more than just buy a book from a stranger. And that's when I was like, I'll just listen to the podcast, you know, because it's free. So I'm like, all right. So I listened to the first episode and it, it was like, whoa, oh, this is cool. I like this. This is interesting. And then I downloaded the next episode and then the next and the next. And before I knew it, I'd binged hours upon hours of listening to her to and from work, like commuting in the car. Yeah. And Kara was a certified life coach and she was a podcaster. And I think that was when I really kind of thought, oh, my God, what's a life coach? I could be a life coach. Do you know what I mean? Because I was looking for answers to try and start a business that worked for me, if that makes sense. And so after I, you know, was binging her episodes and falling in love with her content, like I just felt like she understood me. She'd never met me, didn't know who the hell I was because I was like on the other side of the world. But I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, she gets me. So I don't, I didn't feel alone because I was having these thoughts like maybe I shouldn't just be a worker or an employee. Like I want to have an uncapped income. I want to be able to travel the world with my work. I don't want to have to apply for annual leave. And all these things were going on in my mind. And she was touching on all of those. And I was like, whoa, someone else like out there has got the success that I really want. And so, yeah, so that kind of planted the seed for starting my own podcast. And after I listened to her podcast, I went up and, and signed up to the Life Coaching College in Sydney, Australia and got certified and so that kind of really started the whole different direction of my life to be honest with you um and then since then yeah created the business and all of these things have happened and it's just been an incredible journey so yeah podcasting has 100% changed my life okay uh honestly that that was too much going on in in my mind I tried to you know (laughs) comprehend everything right now (laughs) but but, yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so okay uh so let me get it straight you 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 it changed your life based on the re- relationship and business right okay that that was quite awesome yeah so okay so what's next after this uh, after after you you have you 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 create your podcast and then i mean what what's next after that yeah well some people get a little bit scared to say what they actually want and dream for and are working towards because they're like crap what if it doesn't happen you know then I've just embarrassed myself but something that's been working well for me is like if I share it and I speak my dreams to people and it you know speak it into existence it just starts to happen a lot quicker so I'm just going to share with you some of my plans and what I'm going to do over this Christmas and New Year's break because I'm taking two weeks away from business and podcasting Mm. is I just want to kind of like sit back you know take myself out of the day-to-day tasks and stuff like that and just allow myself to have any ideas and drop-ins that I'm, you know, wanting to receive basically about the future. 
But one of my two biggest long-term goals, I'll give you my long-term goals and then some of my short-term goals. And, you know, maybe in a year's time, I'll look back on this and go, whoa, that happened. And maybe that didn't, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But what my long-term vision and goal is, is like the whole reason why I'm in podcasting at the moment is because I actually really want to help other people, you know, start their podcast for whatever reason it is that works for them so that they can have a voice, so that they can step up and rise up and help educate the world on important things um, to make the world a better place, of course, like so in a positive way. Mm. Um, and to do that, I'd love to eventually sign up with a podcast agency. Um, I've had a couple of people pitch me now. I'm just kind of looking at my options and decide which way I want to go because I do want to be a, a guest, you know, every week or every fortnight on new you know, podcasts and stuff like that. Um, so I'm looking at signing up with one of those. The other thing I want to do as well is, um, gosh, what was it? I basically want to interview some more high-profile people because I have interviewed celebrities and TV reality stars and stuff like that in the past, but I'm wanting to kind of go even more into that space to share their story as well. Um, and my shorter goals are things like setting up my website because I really am dying to have a physical product as much as I love having digital programs and services mm. i love selling actual things and so i've got something in the works right now that i'm creating with i'm collaborating with someone um wow. yeah so that's that's yeah. one of my plans yep physical <laughs> product yeah physical product yeah, kind of, love... oh, okay physical well, product what, what was it Can well i'm actually or... <laughs> well yes i have it here um it's just not official yet but basically i'm wanting to wow. provide throat chakra oil so even though I'm all about podcasting and I love everything about podcasting and strategy and all that sort of jazz, I'm also all about being a life coach too, of mindset and energy. And I'm actually wearing throat mm. chakra oil right now. I don't know if you can see it, if it's glowing or shiny. Oh, um, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically yeah, using essential those. oils. Yeah. Oh. Probably just on my chest. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I want to provide that. I also want to I have a, a mug line coming out with things saying like speak your truth and you know, all these sort of things that are going on that I want to provide. Um, I also want to provide microphones too because a lot of new podcasters or aspiring podcasters or wannabe podcasters are like, well, what equipment do I buy? So I just want to have like a one-stop shop that they can go, yep, cool, this is a beginner podcast microphone, this is an intermediate, this is an expert microphone, and just basically provide all the answers that people need or want and be that resource for them. Um, And there's so much more that I could go into, but that's kind of a good starting place. (laughs) Okay, so that's uh, the long-term goal, right? where you yes. want to be a website where it's a one-stop shop you said okay so yeah. there is there is a mic and the and the oil thing and, yes, the, and the, everything everything every tools that uh, a beginner's podcaster needs okay Absolutely. So that's your that's your long-term goal so what what about your short-term goal well actually they were my short-term goals <laughs> so oh, my my long term, so I want to have all that stuff happening in the next couple of months um, when, as I go into 2021. So my long term goal is to actually start getting onto stages. So I was once again, through the power of podcasting, um, I attracted a speaking gig in Sydney that was supposed to be face to face and live in front of thousands. But and it was actually going to be nationally advertised. But because of COVID, we've had to basically delay that and yeah, so I'm not quite sure exactly when that's going to happen. Um, but I'm wanting to basically sharpen my speaking skills so I can get onto stages and empower others and inspire them. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, at the end of the day, I'm just a 30-year-old Aussie that started a podcast in my bedroom two years ago, you know, and mm-hmm. all of this stuff has happened for me. And everyone's special in their own way, but I'm also not that much more special than anyone else that they can't do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just want to get that message out there and that, you know, being consistent and showing up 
and nurturing your energy is what really will actually set you up for long-term success with your podcast. Yeah, so I, I want to highlight this, okay, because you said you were an, an introvert before and now after three years of podcasting, you have become uh, really brave to, to, to face in front of people. So and and now now you want to speak on stage? Okay, that was a huge transformation there. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually been two years podcasting, not three, but next year will be oh. three. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I'm still an introvert though. So even though I think there's this misconception where it's like if you're an introvert, then you can't speak and you can't speak up and you can't be seen. Um, and it's actually not true. Like introvert just means that you recharge your batteries alone or you have downtime to actually recharge and get re-energized, whereas extroverts, they need to be around people and they like to bounce off that busy energy and others and absorb that energy and that refuels them. Um, I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> mm, okay. So, yeah, I think I think podcasting has actually made me more confident as well because, you know, I have a half-brother that stutters really badly. Um I haven't had a lot of experience in front of stages before. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to get nervous speaking. I used to be religious and I used to be in a church and I used to freak out every time I had to go on stage. Um, I hated delivering oral presentations at in my uni class. You know, all of these things are things that I kind of struggled with um, and public speaking I didn't enjoy. <laughs> Whereas now because I've got that higher mission and this purpose and this quest that I'm going on, it's like you build up that experience and those resources and it, you, you expand your comfort zone so that now that when I rock up for a podcast episode, I no longer feel like I want to wet myself out of fear. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I look forward to it. You know, back in the day when I was getting interviewed by someone, I would freak out before we would jump on because I'm like, shit, what if it doesn't go well? What if they ask me the wrong question? What if I don't know the answer? What's going to happen? Are they going to think I'm dumb? Like all of these things would happen. And now it's like it's, it's nearly as easy as breathing, Like, but it's because I've been doing it for two years now. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's really inspiring to me actually. Uh, I mean, uh, I also got I also feel scared when whenever someone interviewed me. So uh, seeing you getting brave uh, really inspired me that much. So thank you for oh, that. Thank you. Oh, thank you for saying that. That's so lovely to say. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's it's purely just exposure and practice. You know, like the more you do it, the more secondhand it becomes. It's like driving a car. Like I remember the first time I went to drive a car, I was like. I was a teenager and I was like, I can do this. This will be easy. Do you know what I mean? But it's like there was more mm. to think about than what I initially thought. And then I was like, oh, I'm not an expert at this yet. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I'm a novice. <laughs> and then the more I started to drive, the easier it got. And now you hop in the car without even having to think about adjusting the mirror or turning the car on or sitting your seat up the right way or anything like that. You just go in, you do it, it's done, you're finished, you're back at home, you know. And podcasting is the mm -hmm. same eventually. Wow, that's nice analogy right there. Uh, okay, so I, I think I think we can uh, go into the topic. So as you know, we are going to talk about um, uh, how how to grow a podcast into fifteen thousand dollars per month. Uh, well, actually, I didn't. I I I don't know the right title that, but basically, how to grow a podcast. Uh, yeah. so so first, firstly, um, you know, growing a podcast and and uh, and downloads. Downloads is one one of the things to measure in podcast success because you know as as youtube the only way to measure is through subscribers and views but in podcast download is really crucial amongst podcasters so mm. uh firstly i, I want to know the mistakes people do when growing a podcast yeah oh that's a good one 
I think the first one is probably being too obsessed with their downloads. This is something I did. I used to check it like every day, a couple of times a day. I'd be like, how many more downloads have I got in these last few hours? I started to become a little bit obsessive <laughs> with it, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think can happen. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like, come on already. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my time and effort and focus into this thing. I want to yeah. reach as many people as I can. Like how long does that freaking take? You know, like I had moments like that along my journey. I'll be completely honest about that. <laughs> okay. um, I think the problem with that, though, is when you focus too heavily on the downloads, you forget that you're actually reaching heartbeats, you know, like you're actually mm. reaching real humans at the end of, like, at the, at the other end, you know, on their smartphones or on their computers or whatever it is. And we can get so obsessed with, like, the numbers and the analytics and the statistics and all of that. And at the end of the day, it's just a number. And I think, too, something that I that I really realized was, you know, in business, one way that they measure success is how much money you make. But, you know, mm. after at events like with Tony Robbins and you know really high level people like this he talks about how there's multimillionaires out there and they're miserable as anything and who cares if they've got 15 million in the bank they're actually not happy or satisfied or fulfilled at all you know they've just got money there and they you know the quality of their life starts to decrease because they've lost their meaning so I think when I hear things like that I'm like crap it's just that's just a number it's just money like to a degree of course of course it matters but it's like you know Money doesn't necessarily make you happy. Podcast downloads doesn't necessarily make you happy either. I think it's really about the connection that you have with your audience. I think it's the quality of information and, you know, stuff that you're bringing to your audience. I think that matters way more than the number. So I kind of th see things in scales. Yes, be aware of your numbers, but don't be totally obsessive over them and hit that sweet spot in the middle where it's like you're aware of them, they're growing, you're still showing up, you're doing your thing. Um, but don't obsess and fixate on them like I did. <laughs> it doesn't help you in the long run. And to be well, honest with you, you still feel the same whether you have 1,000 downloads, 100 downloads, or 16,000 downloads. You're still like you're still the same person essentially, but you're just getting better at, with as time goes on. Um, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, I, I did. I did the same mistake too when it, when I launched a podcast. You know, uh, when I launched a podcast, the day after that. I will check my my statistic uh, all day long, hoping that it will you know uh, go Increase. up really tremendously. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. We I, I kind of feel really re relatable with your situation back then. <laughs> so yeah, do not it's get like upset. Right. We we want that. Yeah. I think what we're looking for is like proof that our podcasting is quote unquote working. Like we want to know that it's you know reaching more people, getting the downloads, building and in increasing in that. Um, but at the same time, I think we're looking for external validation as well because it's like if we have the numbers there, then we can feel like the podcaster. You know, we can feel like we're mm. credible. We can feel like, you know, we're worth it, I guess, in a sense as well. We're worth listening to. And to be honest with you, it's better to get in the energy of pretending or not pretending, but like in the energy of your higher self. So it's like knowing that it doesn't matter what the actual downloads are. If you're showing up and you're serving people and you're helping in some capacity, the numbers don't matter because they will just naturally rise with you. Mm. Okay, yeah. so do not be obsessed. Don't focus on number and just focus on quality, all right? Yeah, but so, I would recommend uh, being aware of it because some podcasters don't even know their stats. And I think that's a mistake I made too in the beginning. I didn't even pay for the Libsyn account that told me how many downloads I had. I just didn't care. And then after about 10 episodes, I was like, I wonder if anyone's actually listening to this. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll just upgrade and pay for the account that tells me. So I think that's a good place to be in, a good space to be in where you're aware of your numbers, but you're not obsessed over them.
Mm, okay, so when is the right time to be aware of the numbers and you know not not totally get obsessed? How how do we kind of separate between that? Yes, very good question. I think <laughs> when you're starting to catch yourself and you're going, I wonder what my numbers are, and you look them up and then you get disappointed, that is a telltale sign that you're investing way too much. Like you're when you're wanting way too much validation that your podcast is getting reach and growing and stuff like that. So it's kind of like if you think about your money, for example, if you get really obsessed with money and you put all your eggs in one basket and say, well, if I, when I get this amount of money, then I'm going to do this thing. Or when I get this amount of money, then I'm going to be happier. When I get this amount of money, then I'm going to focus on getting a relationship. Or it's basically putting things off until you get that number. And that's the problem. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a difference between being aware of your money and where money's going to and your debt or, you know, your assets and your investments and whatever, right? Your paychecks and all that. There's a difference around measuring it and being aware of it. And then also kind of getting obsessed with it and fixating on it completely and just focusing on that and everything else being put on hold. So I think when you're starting to get disappointed by your downloads, that's a telltale sign that you're starting to invest too much focus on your downloads. Um, but at the same time, it's like, if you're only getting one download, a month or something that's like really ridiculously low. So to me, that tells me that they, this particular podcaster, for example, would need some help with their marketing strategy and their promoting strategy as well for their podcast, because you can have the best podcast in the world. You can have the best, you have the best intentions. You can rock up and have excellent energy and amazing information and great conversations that are entertaining as fuck. But it's like, if you don't know how to share that with people, it's like, it's just going to sit there. No one's going to hear it. It's not going to get out there. You know, it's not going to get into people's ears. And then you really start to get frustrated because you're like, well, I've just like spent all these hours on this, you know, setting this up and creating my episodes and having these cool people on, but no one's listening. Why not? You know, so that would tell me then that there's a marketing problem. Okay. So <laughs> I still try to comprehend that because uh, it's, it's kind of hard for some people to separate me to that. And uh, you you mentioned that only focus on the the number when when it's in the marketing space. Is that what you mean? I think it's if you're starting to look at your numbers and you're starting to feel upset, depressed, discouraged, that's when you need to take a step back and go, why am I feeling like this? And usually oh. we feel like that because we're we're trying to get that validation right of like we're feeling worthy because people are downloading our podcast and listening to us do you know what I mean it fills our significance cup so I think in terms of getting to that sweet spot on the scales right because you've got like the obsessed over your numbers and your statistics and analytics and you're checking it every day and you're getting discouraged and upset and frustrated and annoyed and sad and then you've got the no awareness of your numbers at all and you don't even know where your podcast sits you don't know what your point of difference is you don't know you know anything it's like you're talking into the oblivion and just hoping that people listen these are two really unhealthy spaces to be in so you want to be balancing it out here so i think the first thing to do is ask yourself what do the numbers give me that's the most important thing does it give you significance so you feel important and worthy is it the fact that you're wanting to get certain sponsorships and you want to reach an X amount of downloads so that you have some credibility that you can pitch to companies and sponsors and stuff? You know, what are the numbers actually going to give you? Is it, you know, once you reach 5,000 downloads, you can ask that guest to be on your podcast? You know, a lot of people don't actually know what their numbers give them or what their goals and intentions are for their podcast. And so mm -hmm. they tend to get upset and discouraged, but it's like, well, why? Like, if you're loving it, if you love podcasting, right, and you know that you're, doing things to put it out there for people to listen to it, then that's great. You know, that, that, that's a wonderful space to be in because you're really in that flow state. Mm, okay, so it all came down to the intentions and, and it all based on the, the, the passion, how, how, you know, how high passion uh, with your podcast. 
Alright, there you go, the part one of how to grow your podcast to 15k downloads in less than two years. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast so the next episode will be delivered right into your podcast platform. Alright, so on the next part, we'll be talking about the behind the scene of how to grow a podcast listener to 15k downloads. Okay, so and some of the takeaways are why growing your listeners can hurt your podcast, the case study to get 15k downloads in less than two years and why having big guests is bad and what you need to do instead so make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already okay just click that sweet little button okay it's called subscribe or follow uh whatever it is okay so always remember that winners focus on winning until then stay winning Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.